drop. This is the Eavesdrop Podcast, and I am the host of said podcast, Brett Badostain. Thank you for listening to this. Uh, if you don't know, this podcast is one where we just have a, a stupid open door thing where whoever wants to come by can come by. We record from 4.30 to 6.30, uh, so if you're hearing this... Uh, 4.30 to 6.30 on Wednesdays. So if you're hearing this and you live in the area, come on by. Uh, <laughs> so far it's just me, and we're off to a bad start. <laughs> oh, man. It's, it's weird starting. It's even weirder starting when you're by yourself because you feel like a fucking insane person just speaking into the void. And, uh, I know somebody might listen to at least this part. So, uh, hey, for those, uh, for, if you're listening right now at this second, hey, you, um, you're probably not going to be here by the end of this. (laughs) Uh, there's going to be a lot of breathing into the mic on this episode. I feel like of just me going (sighs) a lot of sighing. Yeah, what, (laughs) where do we, what do we even do here? There's nobody here. Usually there's some, at least somebody here. Maybe, I don't know, didn't really seem, I put on Facebook, nobody really seemed to have any fucking interest in the show today. Uh, I I can't blame them. Uh, I don't, I mean, the only thing I really ever post on Facebook or Instagram is telling people to come onto this fucking podcast. So... Most people have probably either unfollowed me or unfriended me or blocked me from their timeline. Um, that's I'm gonna. Is that just an excuse? Is that a poor excuse for just being uninteresting? They still follow me, but they just ignore everything that I post. That's probably worst, worse, because they are not even taking the effort to actually go unfollow me. They, everything I post on social media just washes over people. Uh, and yeah, that, I guess I'm okay with that, (laughs) you know, just trying to not take up too much space. We'll see. Sometimes my wife will, Ashley will come and save me. She'll just be like, you know, didn't really seem like anybody gave a fuck this week. So I'm going to go ahead and come by, but I know for a fact that's not going to happen because she's with our two kids and I just got uh, an email receipt from Chicago Connection meaning that they are enjoying some delicious pizza while I'm here in this cold studio by myself (laughs) drinking a beer by myself speaking into the goddamn void and you're listening if you're somebody's listening to this i've never i haven't put out an episode where nobody's listened so hey that's something right 
might just be family, my family members <laughs> trying to be supportive of this show. They're not, they probably click play and then hit mute. <laughs> this is going to be the most self-deprecating monologue in the history of podcasts. You know, Conan, you got nothing on me, brother. <laughs> When you're self-deprecating, it's uh, endearing because you have millions of dollars. When I am self-deprecating, it's just pathetic because I, conversely, do not have one million dollars. So it's just sad. Um, I was gonna, I was gonna try and post a video on on Instagram today of the creepy basement we have here at this office that we rent and uh we have a creepy basement it's so it's weird there's two there's like a level there's a normal basement like unfinished basement with like cabinetry and stuff cupboards and stuff but it's also filled with like weird uh fallout shelter food from a previous tenant there was a psychology office here before eavesdrop moved in and i don't know if it was their stuff or the owners of this building's stuff it's an old fucking building it's old as shit and it's like an old brick building and nothing has been worked on in here for years clearly uh it's kind of fallen apart it's kind of a shithole uh, it's got some charm to it though, for sure. Uh, but it is kind of a shithole and the basement has this weird bomb shelter, fallout, dehydrated food, wartime food. Like it's from the great depression. There's like tubs of honey and dehydrated mashed potatoes. And, uh, yeah, it's just weird. But then you get to the sub sub basement and it's a, a boiler room right out of A Nightmare on Elm Street. There's weird uh, calcium deposits growing out of d decommissioned boilers. It's decommissioned like we, we run on, uh, you know, modern uh, amenities. But <laughs> this boiler is just fucking insane. I was going to, so I was going to post a video of it, but I got, honestly, I got too scared. <laughs> I, I did. I, I couldn't handle it. I stood at the top of the stairs and I was like, okay, let's make this funny, silly video posted on Instagram. And maybe people will want to come to the, the podcast because down in the sub basement, there's uh, a stack of like 200 <laughs> Idaho centennial posters uh, that were printed in 1990 for the Idaho Centennial celebration that was, I guess, ha guess happening. I was too young to really know. I know the posters. I'd seen them around town, like at doctor's offices and stuff like that. Well, now, honestly, now it makes sense if this was a psychology office. <laughs> they probably, maybe they ordered two and somebody accidentally ordered 200. 
200 posters and they were like, well, you know what? We'll probably find a use for this somehow. And they didn't. They used two or three or something and they left the rest. Oh no, I'm yawning. Oh, fuck. Uh, Kept the rest. Or they thought they could get rid of the rest and they couldn't. And they were just like, let's just put him down in this fucking scary basement. But there's nobody else here. And so I was like, this is absolutely how I would should get murdered. <laughs> there's probably the, the I, I'm such a skeptic of an afterlife and ghosts and stuff that like the irony of me going into this basement and being sucked into an, like a like a hellish dimension of ghosts and torture like in hellraiser uh that's how that that's how it starts is with me going into this basement to make a social media video and then the start of the movie is or the theme of the movie is like you can't people in this generation are so into their phones and they just get sucked into the void that is social media and podcasts unfriended three (laughs) there was an unfriended two right uh also two i'm a little bit uh, i'm so i'm out of it because i am on painkillers right now uh which i don't do well with i have to have a root canal on my birthday baby (laughs) i have to have a root canal on my birthday uh which is a ways off So the dentist gave me painkillers because I was having a lot of pain in my mouth. And uh, I took one after I dropped my son off at preschool. And I took it when I got here to the the eavesdrop office this morning. And I (laughs) immediately started feeling so fucking sick and nauseous that I just, I I couldn't do anything. I had to just lay (laughs) in misery for like 45 minutes probably. And it sucked. I hated it. I didn't feel good. I didn't get anything done that I was supposed to be getting done or trying to get done. And it just threw the whole day off. So I I am going to try and just keep going with Advil. But I, I've been in a lot of pain, and it has subsided a bit. But painkillers, man, I don't fucking like them. I don't know, like, I don't know how people, how people do them all the time. Every, like, I can do them every once in a while. I guess it can be fun, but, oh, man, I didn't, I was not, I've not been having a good time. So I'm not sure if I'm even, it's the 20, September 25th today. So I've got a little bit of time before the root canal and these painkillers are supposed to kind of just like get me over until, you know, it, it subsides or until I can get the root canal or whatever. And, uh, (laughs) no, I don't think I'm in for a good few weeks. Uh, root canals I've had I've had one and I don't know how I feel about it part of me just thinks I they should just rip the whole fuck just rip the fucking tooth out it's a molar it's a back one it's the second to last one 
you know, just fucking get rid of it. Who gives a shit? I don't care. <laughs> but I'm going with the root canal, I guess. Uh, I guess because I'm vain <laughs> and don't want to be a person without a tooth. But I don't know. I got to start taking better care of myself. I, I've never been good with oral hygiene. You know, I forget to brush my teeth. I eat a lot of sweets. But then after after kid one was born, oh, man, you know, you just, you, <laughs> you eat like shit because you're just uh, trying to get through it and you're trying to reward yourself for eating, you know, for making it through a day. So you're like, yeah, I will have six zebra cakes, <laughs> little Debbie zebra cakes today. And then, you know, you're going through the day you're tired, you're exhausted, you fall asleep, you collapse into bed because you don't want to do anything. And that shit takes its fucking toll on your mouth. I tell you what, cavities galore. <laughs> I also hate, I hate going to the dentist. I don't, I hate it so fucking much. It's, it's a problem at this point. <laughs> you know, if you're, if I'm getting root canals, it's a problem. Uh, because I, I don't know. I just don't like it. I getting cavities filled is horrible. I, I went to a dentist that when I had to get this last root canal and they, they were like, what's, what's going on? You have so all these cavities and you need a, this, this tooth that you need a root canal on is totally fucked, bro. <laughs> And I was like, I hate going to the dentist. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. And I don't like, I don't like getting drilled. <laughs> I don't like getting drilled, you know? I'm sure you can relate. <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> and I was like, I don't like the, the drill. The drill, the pain of the drill, the discomfort of the drill, grinding down your tooth is so fucking disgusting to me if thought like if hell is real and hell is just like the most torture that you could endure for all eternity that's what it would be for me it'd be like novocaineless drill to the the teeth you know that whew. <laughs> i'm about to pass out <laughs> i'm about to fucking pass out over here but the luckily this dentist was like Oh, you don't, you know, I'm not, I'm not like other doctors. I am liberal with the anesthesia. So if you, I'll, I'll do a bunch, I'll give you like extra doses of anesthesia. Your mouth's going to be numb as fuck for a few hours. But if that's what you need, then it's all good. Most people don't like the shot. That's what this dentist told me. That's what she told me that most people don't like the shot. So they you know, they want just like one and done. And I was like, no, give me fucking six shots. I don't care. <laughs> I just don't want to feel the drill. That's all. And she did. She gave me like five shots and it was awesome. And she gave me laughing gas, which I didn't know you could ask for laughing gas gas at the dentist, but you can. And it was dope as hell. <laughs> I tell you what, it was awesome. I loved getting laughing gas. 
it was <laughs> it, it was awesome do laughing gas <laughs> nitrous oxide that's what it is right uh so that was yeah that was awesome i loved it and then got a root canal and it wasn't that bad so i'm not that nervous i'm truthfully not that nervous for this next one because i'm just going to tell them the same thing like hey shoot up my fucking mouth you know I, I don't want to feel anything. If I could, I would go under. Uh, but I don't think most dentist places are comfortable doing that for a, a root canal. It, but it, I fucking hate that shit. Uh, so <laughs> I am going to get it done. And then hopefully, hopefully I can just take better care of my fucking mouth. <laughs> you know, I don't want to have to get another root canal. I think I, I think I'm done. I'm going to do like the water flossing the water pick i'm gonna do that keep these gums clean keep them fresh you got to set a good example for your kids too like i'm trying to do i brush his teeth you know i try to be good about brushing his teeth even though that also is sometimes such a fucking pain in the ass and so daunting but i feel like we're pretty good about that but you know teach by example that's the best way to teach right by example that's what they say right <laughs> so yeah, these painkillers. I took it. I'm not going to, I haven't taken, I've only taken one today, but I feel like the lasting effects of just like I have crashed and I've crashed hard. So I'm a little bit, I don't know, what's the word? Sardonic? Yeah. <laughs> so I think that's what it is. <laughs> I might be talking slowly. The words could just be like falling out of my mouth. It doesn't help that we have a big, giant red digital clock, right? I got to just sit on the other side of this table because there's a giant red clock right in front of me. And so I can just look at it and slowly watch time go by. <laughs> it's That's not good for the psyche, you know? It's not good for anybody. Just having to watch the time go by. Uh, I got I to text, text my wife back. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Took care of that text message. I, um, I don't think anybody's going to show up today, which, you know, that that's bound to happen from time to time. It happened, it's been happening more regularly, probably because I just like bitched about it so much. This is my comeuppance, and now, now I would be killing for people to come two weeks in a row. <laughs> oh man, I, oh man, I just saw, sorry, I, I, the fucking, I have my computer in front of me, and of course, as I sit here, I'm going to end up just like scrolling through stuff and getting distracted. But a uh, thing for the trailer for Super, this new season of Supergirl popped up and it said she, she's got a new suit, which I wanted to see because I remember her being in the show and she had the like still they still did the skirt, which I thought was weird. You know, Supergirl in the comics wears a skirt. And they gave her, like, 
the Man of Steel treatment, which I honestly don't get why they didn't do that from the beginning. <laughs> it makes sense. <laughs> why would Supergirl be wearing a fucking skirt <laughs> to begin with? That's <laughs> so stupid. I didn't like that in Wonder Woman either. Where, I mean, there's a lot of <laughs> dumb things I don't understand about Wonder Woman. Like, is she bulletproof? <laughs> I don't fucking know. Is she bullet bulletproof in that movie? I think in the comics she's probably bulletproof. But in the movie, when she's going through No Man's Land, I get it that it's supposed to be, that it is this big triumphant moment, and it is very cool. But she they have machine guns and she's blocking bullets with her forearms there's like so much of her body exposed i have i mean i do have the same problem with captain america as well in that shield but the shield for sure covers way more surface area than the gauntlets you know like the winter soldier that movie rules I've talked about it on this show before. That's the best MCU movie for sure. And the, But there is that part. That <laughs> the guy has the chain gun on top of the Jeep. And Captain America blocks all the bullets with his shield. And it doesn't hit his legs. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's fucking insane. But the, I mean... She, the skirt, I guess. The point of that is that the skirt on Wonder Woman... And she's getting machine guns fired at her. And she's just wearing that <laughs> mini skirt. I mean, heroes come in all shapes and sizes, for sure. But I guess just tactically speaking, a skirt doesn't make sense. Oh, no. Am I just be? Am I just like one of these, like, <laughs> MRA activate, like, MRA people that is just trying to, like, rationalize <laughs> sexism? Is that what this sounds like? Heroes don't wear skirts, bro. <laughs> it's a fucking comic book movie. There's no need to pick it apart as much. Uh, there's no need to pick it apart at all. I've done my fair share of picking apart comic book movies, but and I mean for sure, there's I like the medium, and there's nothing. I don't think there's anything like wrong with trying to tell a mature story through that medium go i mean go ahead i don't like i mean i like i like when they're kind of goofy and lean into what they are a little bit you know suspension of dif disbelief in a comic book movie is high i don't particularly like the fucking super dramatic takes like <laughs> joker that's so stupid. That movie looks so stupid. <laughs> so fucking stupid. Batman in general is so stupid. Comic books in themselves, com movies, everything's stupid. <laughs> Such a quick and steep decline <laughs> to, to nihilism. <laughs> that's how I. That's how my brain works. Is I'll start thinking about something. I'll be like, oh, that's kind of cool. Uh, it's not really that cool, is it? It's kind of stupid, huh? Yeah, I guess movies are stupid. Comic books are stupid. Books are stupid. Art in general is stupid. You know what? Everything's stupid. <laughs> I'm stupid. Everything's stupid. <laughs> that's how that's how things usually track in my mind. <laughs> Everything ends up stupid and pointless at the end of the day to me. <laughs> 
you know, in what is it, seven billion years, the the solar the sun's gonna expand and ex, ex, engulf the universe, and the Earth is gonna be died out, and humanity will die because we're too busy talking about weather. <laughs> about border policy when an open border just seems logical <laughs> it seems like the thing to do is just like be like oh you know what fuck all that everybody just go everywhere everybody's cool you know everybody just be cool and you can go wherever you want uh just you know don't fuck around let's just be cool to people let you know let's just do that we can't do that, so we're never going to get off the planet. We're never going to be able to terraform another planet. We're never going to be able to figure out the... <laughs> the I mean, climate change is a serious issue because we, we don't want things to end before they're supposed to, right? But prematurely, that's what's wrong. That's what's bad, I guess. <laughs> but, we get, you know, climate change is one thing, but eventually the Earth is going to die regardless of what we do because everything has a lifespan stars have a lifespan and eventually the sun's going to explode and we're all going to this planet will be dead don't the only hope we would ever have is going finding another place to live another planet terraform it find another habitable planet but we're never going to get there because we can't fucking figure out the most basic things like just how to most effectively and efficiently educate people. That's not at the top of people's list of things to do. That's like a hundred down. Some people just don't want people from other countries to come to this country. That's that's what they're most fucking concerned about. And how fucking pointless is it to even care about something like that it doesn't make it doesn't make any sense to even care where people come from it doesn't matter <laughs> like the, the idea of caring about something like that is so fucking dumb uh and yeah if i'm if you think that is if that is at the top of your things that concern you in this day and age you have got to fucking figure some things out because it's it's pointless. You're wasting your time. I mean, you're absolutely wasting your time. So if you're listening to this and that's and you care about that, then you you're killing us all. <laughs> you're killing you're killing humanity because you're bogging it all up. Imagine if people didn't care about things like that. How far more it? How much more advanced we would be? We would probably be probably be living in. Uh, in some version of the Back to the Future 2 era, where people were, all cars were powered on, you know, on renewable energy, and we could, our jackets could dry themselves. <laughs> we wouldn't have to tie our fucking shoes anymore. Pa power laces, you know? We'd have power laces, and we'd have hoverboards. Ah, oh, we'd have hoverboards. Imagine if we had hoverboards. We would we would be having so much fun. We're, life would be so fun. Imagine if every is part of being just like a citizen of the world. You just got as soon as you were born, you got a hoverboard. Oh god. <laughs> or no, cuz then you wouldn't appreciate it. But what if like, ooh. 
what if like on your oh is somebody here oh my god it's chad heft saving the day oh my god dude i was just in the middle of the most beautiful rant oh i i missed it no you're here you're here you're 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 a part of it now because i have to finish it because yes, okay, i was talking about how it's so stupid for i was got started off talking about how stupid it is to care about something like where people come from you know like if somebody comes from mexico or something like that how if they come from a different country and yeah. i was like uh imagine how much more advanced our society would be if people didn't care about shit like that yeah and then we would live probably live in like the back to the like some version of the back to the future 2 world where we uh you know we had like renewable energy you know <laughs> and every, you had uh, jackets that dried themselves <laughs> and that um everybody what i was getting to is that everybody on their like 17th birthday gets a hoverboard that's just like something <laughs> that you're entitled to like could you imagine okay. how much happier everybody would be if they just got had a cool hoverboard <laughs> <laughs> that's what the rant was going <laughs> yeah that'd just be like the like the most utopian society is you know <laughs> renewable energy because oh, of course that's i mean that's how the pe that's you see doc putting like banana peels and shit into the delorean <laughs> right right because mr fusion right that's what it's called but did you think that um that if people didn't care where people were from that's the reason why we don't have hoverboards no i'm just saying i'm just saying you know uh hypothetically well or speaking uh uh, just yeah speaking in broad terms it's like just if people didn't waste time caring about such dumb shit oh, like yeah. that and like bogging up the like legal system with those types of concerns the like science would be so much more advanced oh yeah well that's that's part of their reason like the, I, i'm kind of 50 i'm torn between wanting to aliens to come here and not wanting them to come here <laughs> <laughs> uh and the not wanting to come here is mostly for our safety and their safety. Uh, um, yeah. Wanting, like, if... And that's the bitch of the thing, is that's what it would take for the world to realize these imaginary borders don't fucking matter. Yeah. They just don't fucking matter. Yeah. You know? And I, I'm already there with but, you. But, I don't care where people are... Like, are but you, that's, like, best case scenario, too, is that people wouldn't care. I mean, there's not, there's, I liked, um, the, the depiction of aliens in the movie District 9. Did you ever see that? Yeah. 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 Because aliens just then become like another part of society. Like society doesn't really advance that much because everybody's still kind of doing their thing. Like there's still racism. There's still like every country is still like there's still africa you know it's not like there's like one government or like world government or something yeah a bunch of different countries yeah and on like, that continent and people are still like the, i mean the aliens in that movie aren't doing anything to like harm people they're not invading but they're still like 
racism towards or speciesism towards the aliens and that's probably what like an accurate depiction of it would be is that people would st- just be like oh shit aliens well all right <laughs> <laughs> i guess he's my neighbor now fucking jerk <laughs> yeah. always going through my trash yeah. you know yeah. drinking all my rotten milk I, I mean actually i think the most utopian society is that of futurama actually uh, not utopian in the way that like everything's perfect, but it's kind of like um, society is so far advanced that people all kind of just live together because they're all just so. Well, the the trouble with that is is the is they came in at such a late like you don't know what it took to get to that point. Well, but and like, yes, I know it's a cartoon. People. Well, it is, but they do show a montage in the background of the first episode, like in the background of like a time lapse of everything that's going on. And it does show society like advancing and being destroyed, advancing and being destroyed over like a thousand year period, Uh, you know? Yeah. 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 Uh, But the cool, the funny thing about it is that it is like, you know, there's not, there's not really war anymore. Uh, Well, what is it good for? They finally (laughs) got the song, but it's not from like a pacifist peaceful standpoint because they still have like a military and stuff like that. And there, there are like battles and stuff and like, but there's not like all out wars that are lasting all the time because they just, I don't don't know. People just, I don't know what I'm trying to say. (laughs) It's just like, it's so like people just don't care. And not in, like, a lazy well, way. It's well, just that people are just like, yeah, there's fucking aliens and, like, whatever, man. Well, again, <laughs> go back to the the montage. You know, that's, like, thousands of years to get used to it. Yeah. You know, you know, no one – and, yeah, yeah the, old, the old adage, uh, you know, no one likes change. Yes, it, it's true. But, uh, you know, even after that, like, you can – I mean, it's obviously <laughs> – Obviously, you can see it in Republicans. You know, people <laughs> yeah. just like, I don't like change. Why yeah. is that sixteen-year-old yelling? I don't get it. She <laughs> thinks she knows shit. Uh, yeah, hey, fuck you. Did you? You know what sixteen-year-olds were yelling at about in my days? You know what they were demanding? <laughs> yeah. Like, look at the intelligence quota that it's gotten to. And yeah. by the way, yeah, you should. You know, so I, I think just you know we missed though that long period of people getting over that change. And um, I, w- I just wish it wasn't so fucking slow. Uh, you know uh, what I mean? Uh, it just dude. seems like it like people will come up with a, a new idea and it'll be it'll be like, uh, you know, like a progressive idea of like, right. hey, don't you think we would get like more done if we just like all chilled the fuck out a little bit? And people are like, no. <laughs> oh, no, because there's always those go getters and those people that got get up in the morning to go out and crush it every day. And, uh, you know, it, you know, the, it's always like, you know, again, another adage where it's like, early bird gets the worm. I saw someone tweet, it's like, worms are gross. I'm not getting up. <laughs> I'm like, there you go. Um, but there's those people that it's the, the, People I just guess, get so I stuck guess. in their ways. Well, but why? Not, not only that, but it's it's um, because how many people? There's a pretty. It's a double digit percentage of people who you know what? Fuck it, man. You know what? Like, let's just imagine every. Well, that's an idea of mine, but let me hold on to that for a second. If everybody decided to just chill out and be like, you know what? He's right. Let's chill out. Let's be more patient. Let's 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 you know, and they do that. There's a double-digit percentage of people that are like, now all these people are chilling out. 
this is where I make mine. This is where I go. This is, and, it, and, yeah. and all it's going to do is start to turn some of the people who agreed to chill out um, and, you know, to fake stuff. But to go, oh, oh, oh shit, they're right, dude. I'm gonna, I gotta go get mine. I gotta go, I gotta go hustle, hustle, hustle. Well, know? that's, I mean, that's, yeah, that's just like, uh, history has proven that there's so many instances throughout history. And I, I'm not a historian. I don't know if you know that. But, <laughs> I should listen to the dollar. <laughs> but, uh, I, uh, there's so many instances just coming to mind that of like, you know, take like, uh, like Joseph Stalin, for instance, like okay. who, you know, portrayed himself as like a man of the people, you know, and he's like, we're the people and the workers and the workers' rights and all that stuff and the community and it should be for the gr the greater good and stuff like that. And <laughs> people are like, oh, yeah, okay, cool. And then, <laughs> oh, yeah. Next thing you know, he's just like, ha ha. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolute power corrupts absolutely. Like, yeah. that's what it is. And it's, it's def definitely gross. Uh, yeah, there, there seemed to be, like, one of my favorite moments in history, and this is where I think race relations in the U.S. should have turned. Like, we should have, this is where, this is the part where, um, for, you know, you know, once it passed slavery and then into the fucking, you know, bullshit Jim Crow stuff and then all of the holding back... <laughs> When Jesse Owens went to the fucking Olympics and and fucking in front of fucking Hitler, you know, just dusted everybody. And he's all he's like, we are the master race. You're number two. Oh, shit. You know, <laughs> that is where we all should have got a big belly laugh, pointing and laughing and came together right then and there. I really thought that was a perfect door to open. Be like, oh, shit, dude. That dude Hitler was so angry. Did you see him shaking? I mean, I know it was mostly meth, but still, did you see how angry he was? Uh, <laughs> dude, that, again, that should have been a point where I thought it would have been easy to turn it around. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of points when it would have been easy to turn it around. I mean, just even well, like... Well, hindsight's so 2020. Yeah, I know, but that's why it's like at this point, shouldn't there seems like there should be like enough instances where oh we could have turned it around and we just like keep doing fucking stupid things. Oh yeah, and by the way, from that moment, uh, the more technology, and especially when you're talking social media, the more technology grew, there were more occurrences of that's a point we should have turned it around to bringing us to today. Last year, eh, there's probably like 47 points yeah. where we could have turned <laughs> shit around. Yeah. But we could, it's not. And uh, I don't know, man. I, uh, I was thinking about this earlier this week. I was like, for all the. It sucks to be living during the childish times of the technology we were put in charge or, or were able to get a hold of. Um, you know, it, it, it's, uh, gosh, oh man, for all the times I, I sit around, I'm like, hey, what was that bit that I did? <laughs> and then, then it comes to me in the weird freaking moments like this and stuff. But, uh, you know, we are in the adolescent age of social media. Like all the stuff that we loved before the internet came out that we were all excited about is like literally all the stuff that we hate now. 
Like, uh, you know, oh, hey, man, you can talk to anyone around the world. Yeah. What are the odds that person's going to be an asshole trying to send you a dick pic? <laughs> you know? It's like, oh, well, dude, uh, you know, you could you could have answers at the, you know. The, the, you can hey. play video games with anybody <laughs> anywhere in the world, and everybody's just like. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I want to play with a 12-year-old uh, in, uh, <laughs> and just dropping the N-bomb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're kicking your ass in Madden. Yeah. Um, oh, that's the worst. Well, Damn it, I keep doing that. That's all right. I hate that. Um, I just run. Yeah. (laughs) It feels like I punched a cave. Loudmouth 12-year-olds on, like, video games that you're just like, oh, God, shut the fuck up, kid. And then they are still kicking your ass. It's just like, oh, God. And you know what you're getting into that's why i hardly ever do that and, and usually the, the the kids that are talking a lot of trash I'm like, hey, i talk a lot of trash but that's the way adults are acting on fucking but you've seen twitter i mean oh we, yeah uh, and, and like because i think we're doing stuff that i kind of equate it to like you don't give a child a lightsaber and that's what we've done <laughs> with the internet and social media is where we're the we're the generations that are doing the uh, the growing pains you know you go 10 years down the line i bet you social media gonna be a lot different it's either gonna be a lot uglier <laughs> or it's gonna be a, you know uh you know there, there'll be that three percent that's still holding on to these days where it's like yeah i troll people on twitter it's just fucking hilarious <laughs> oh yeah i mean you know it, i'm not saying that this is the you know it's, you, you click on there and it's like i'm following 43 people and i got two followers and i'm trashing everybody in hollywood and it's just like yeah. you know but we're the ones that have to go through uh it's like a the reason why i say it's like a lightsaber being handed to a, a child is because there's real life consequences now oh uh, yeah for sure you know, people getting Vox or, you know, people, t- you know, tweeting out, uh, you know, actual addresses, all the shit with the Sandy Hook stuff and Swatting all Swatting people. Exactly. There's real life consequences. That's why you don't give a kid a lightsaber. But look, like that's like the the children came up with the lightsaber, you know, they're, <laughs> yeah. they're like, or, you know, even the parents like, yeah, I made this lightsaber. It's going to be good for the world. <laughs> it's like, let, let me hold it, dad. And now yeah. uh, they're chopping off their sister's arm out on accident. Yeah. Um. I, I, I wonder what, for one, I wonder what like the ideal version of social media is. And two, I think, I think we just got like the steps wrong a little bit where we should have been like trying to all kind of get on the same playing field, you know, just as like, like a world society. Instead, we are all like, no, let's just talk shit about each other on on well, Facebook. Well, well, yeah, no, well, no, man, Facebook is just such a different. Like, Twitter is a horrible medium for conversation. You know, you, yeah. Um, you know what I would um. He, here's what I would love is, and I don't think, I don't think there's many smart people that i don't know they they, they kind of do have um they kind of do do it now do you <laughs> do do you said do do but there's no time to talk about that now um they're uh, like sam harris um it, i here's what i think um chris rock um when bigger and blacker and after the real two big specials where there was a lot to say and a special on especially on social commentary he pretty much got invited to um 
it was almost like a, a black intellectuals group. And I think uh, Chappelle got, was in there too. But we're t- um, Did Eddie uh, Murphy talk about this? Mine have, but the thing is, when Rock went, Rock said he, when he got invited, he was so intimidated, and he got to sit in, and he goes, I listened for so long, and it's those discussions that, like, with highly intelligent people, and you used to see it. Was was it, I I think, I feel like Eddie Murphy talked about on uh, comedians in cars getting coffee, Uh, like, no... No, it was like a like a committee. It was like Sidney Poitier, and right, uh, right. So maybe maybe that was like the same thing. Well, that yeah, and that there was like a, it was like literally a group, and it was in they, obviously they would meet in real life, but uh, email, uh, you know, group oh, emails. Maybe and that's stuff. different then. Um, but he said he just and I was like, look, that's how the way they talk when you go back and you watch. Um, Oh, come on, man. Why do I always forget that cat's name? Uh, Baldwin. When you go back and watch Baldwin argue and, and debate with someone. Alan uh, Baldwin? Uh, no. Uh, uh, James. The who? black intellectual. Oh, I don't uh, know James, James Baldwin? I don't know who that is. The, um, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, Not Your Negro? Uh, the documentary? Oh, James I didn't Baldwin? see that. Oh, you didn't? Uh-uh. Oh, no, it was great. Dude, Baldwin's, he's incredible. His, like, his mind, like, oh. man, that's one oh, guy. Shit. Yeah, well, I mean, he, you know, he had a classic debate that he crushed when he went over and they did it. Hmm. I think he did it in Cambridge uh, versus one of, well, he would go on like late night stuff. Oh, and back in the day when late night, you would literally bring on, here's James Baldwin. Uh, and he has uh, his stance and what he believes would work uh, on this side. And then on the other side, we brought this other guy. And they And they would go on there and there would be meaningful discussions and back and forth. Um, and again, kept it respectful. It's like, I highly disagree with what you're saying, but I respect you as a person because, you know. Because you're want... a person. Uh, exactly. <laughs> and, but they would, and, and they would, it's discussions like that that I feel eventually twitter could get to that um i mean that obviously would take a while but we would need like i really wish they would film some of these discussions um between uh, uh, i don't know then again i haven't gone down a youtube rabbit hole looking for this <laughs> stuff they might already fucking be out there but it, uh, sam harris is really good about that um, I, you know, and I like how Sam Harris co- goes about, and especially when it's when he is on one side and someone's on the other, yeah. and they literally like even if they don't end up getting to an agreement point, mm-hmm. they 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 take each other's points, and you know you try to pop that, uh, you know it's like okay, well here's the hole in that theory, here's the hole in that, and then they poke holes in yours too, and you know what that does is it makes you smarter and it makes you stronger and it broadens your horizons, and well no one's ever willing to admit that they're like misinformed like people just no one likes that feeling of being ignorant but, but look man that's what happens if someone starts coming in here trying to talk to me about you know here's the thing about knitting but if you do this double thing i'd be like i have no clue what they're talking about <laughs> yeah but but uh, i'm not gonna sit there and sit and try the fucking knitting fag over here you know <laughs> what the hell man i'm not gonna be doing that <laughs> um yeah i that's what's uh, people say we we're like we live in an age of like outrage culture but like we also kind of live in an age of like double down culture oh, yeah. where when people are called out for something rather than like 
being like, oh shit, I didn't think about that. But like that makes what you said makes sense. Or like, uh, I didn't think about that, but like that doesn't really like ring true to me or something like that. Right. Or like that doesn't make sense to me. Uh, but maybe I'll like give it more thought in the future. People are just like, oh, no, 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 dude. Okay, you know what? I'm a Snopes that dude. I'm yeah. a Snopes that. Yeah. Let, and then no. they'll Snopes it and be like, well, you know, Snopes is just run by like two people, so it's still subjective. <laughs> you know, like. I, I don't, and I don't know where. I guess it's a. I guess it's a, such a cult. Like, I hate to think that that's kind of our culture. Well, well it's people weird. have grown up in that, and the, and like that's everywhere. Yeah, and like anybody listening would go, oh, I know five people like that, and that's just from this week. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um. You know, I. I ah, fuck. <laughs> no, I, 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 look, man, no one likes to, no one likes not to know something. Oh, look that's, that's what I was going to say is, yeah. uh, gotcha. I, I feel like people like talk about the, like my generation, I'm a millennial, I'm 30, I'm about to t- thir- turn 31 and people talk about like my generation and the generation after me as being like so coddled and so, um, like sensitive and overly sensitive and stuff like that. But I mean, really, you'll find you find like that type of shit everywhere. And the reason people like don't listen to like progressive ideas is because they're coddled, like they're intellectually coddled. Like they they've never been like challenged in their ideas. They've never been, uh, you know, their beliefs have never been challenged. And so when they are, they just like double down on them and they don't give it any other thought. They're just like, no, you're wrong. I'm right. I'm not going to listen to what you're saying. And I mean, sure, there's a fair there's a fair amount of that from everybody. Like everybody could be like that. It's like on both sides of the political spectrum, there's for sure like liberals and democrats that are like that. And uh, for sure there's a lot of republicans and conservatives like oh, that. Yeah. But like well, especially republicans. Oh yeah. I mean, well, especially because they've had the stronghold and by the way, they they've had the but, they've but had I, I mean like Republican people, not like Republican yeah. like not like the powers that be in the Republican Party, you know, like not the people now, that this are is like any age or is this older than thirty one? Any age. Like any age? Yeah, I think everybody's sensitive. Like I think everybody I don't think it has anything to do with like fucking participation trophies or anything like that. I think everybody is entitled to some extent. And like even the people that are like no, I uh, I believe that you pull yourself up by your bootstraps and you work hard and you get rewarded for working hard. And it's like, you know what? There's a fuck ton of people that work super hard and they don't get rewarded for working hard. You know, there's yeah. a fuck ton of people like that. Yeah. So it's like... Yeah, you know who worked really hard? Slaves. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <Okay>. And <laughs> Fucking asshole. Yeah. And like all the people... Like all, so many people are just like out of work. Like, I mean, even like just in like take the coal industry, for example. Like you think those motherfuckers weren't working super hard? You think we're going to have to go to a universal uh, uh, payment or a uh, universal wage? Uh... No, <laughs> I don't because I think, um, I mean, I, it would be cool. I think it would <laughs> I think be, that would be cool. That'd be awesome. Look, it's <laughs> like, look, I don't think it would ever, I don't think it's ever going to be a necessity nece- like necessarily. I, I don't think it's think, a smarter move. Well, I think it's a smarter move too, but I don't think it's ever going to be the, the fucking commie. I, I don't think there's ever going to be a point in the future where like, uh, automation 
gets like to the point where there's not ever going to be a need going to need be a need for a human element oh yeah uh, but a, a much further much smaller you automate everything in the plant that i work in um you're going to have a rack of maintenance guys that's going to be the, probably the most you'll have the higher ups and then people to watch over the plant you know each city maybe two or three managers and that might be a, during a shift you might only need two and if you're doing if you're running three shifts uh first second and third shift you're just that means six people work there uh and so let's say if you did that golly they employ so many people especially when you're talking about all three shifts and you're telling me you're going to cut down the couple hundred that work you know just on that side down to 27 35 you're saying a lot of numbers right now and it's hard for me to focus <laughs> oh well no i'm just saying normally normally hundreds of people work in this department yeah, yeah, yeah. but right. if it gets all automated you're literally only gonna need 32 people uh you know yeah to, and it's just like so what do you do with all those other jobs at some point and especially with automation and how good it's getting uh you know, I don't really know. It's not like I've done the research in it and stuff too, but yeah, if, me either. But I like Andrew Yang. <laughs> who's not? Who's not to say that? Like, okay, we do that. Well, guess what? Like those people that were homeless or uh, you know possibly could be homeless, um, and especially the creative ones. Like, well, dude, I'm now I'm getting paid, so I'm gonna I'm really into um, like uh, I'm really into like a. a I don't know, pick something, uh, uh, you know, theory with robotics. Mm -hmm. Who's not to say that that guy has the free time because he doesn't work and learns, you know, so much that by age, what, 27, that guy's like, dude, I, I found the best way I, to, to, to build a robot. Uh, or I found the best way to um, to map the brain. We, we might be able to map the whole brain. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know. um, Let's take a quick break really quick. Sure. Um, and then we'll Things are getting real tough here. Yeah. yeah. We'll come back and talk about the AI revolution. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, the, the fridge in the break room uh, after the 208 Comedy Festival was full of beer and soda and so many different kinds of drinks and right. it's back to like being barren <laughs> pretty oh much my God. it's pretty close people went crazy huh yeah i i mean i'm for sure was a part of it because <laughs> i was like we have an endless supply <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so it's like it it's funny going in there because i'm like oh shit there's like no no beer in here <laughs> all the almost all the beer has been drinking i think there's like four like six beers and like soda a half a growler in there <laughs> no more sodas no there's a few sodas but i think that's most probably because i don't really drink soda that often mm -hmm. uh just like every kind of every now and then uh good for you but i'll usually have like a beer when I'm recording, you know, a beer or two, you know, okay. yeah. and then sometimes if I, if I am here, like if I'm able to get here, like a couple hours before, like a recording session, then I'll maybe knock back a beer or two. 
Okay. And sometimes that can lead to more. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, not usually though. <laughs> I'm like a I'm like a two beer person. Like, I don't like to have like two beers is kind of like my limit. Yeah, uh, well, I'm uh, I'm like I'm very uh, I'm very light on the alcohol myself. I mean, I don't drink beer, but when I do take like shots, like it's it's only rare nights that I'm going past a certain number. Is that just because you don't like the feeling of being uh, drunk, or uh, I don't like being too drunk? Yeah, uh, I don't like that feeling. Uh, although you know, sometimes it times up perfectly and you can handle it. Yeah, and you can just be extra hilarious. Uh, yeah, I forgot what happened. We wrote the we had liquid, and I just got hammered, and then it was me, Shalafo, and I. I think Eric Cole and one other person, and dude, I was definitely lit, and I'm just roasting people as they're coming out of the knitting factory. And it's just, you know, oh, dude, it was a, dude, yeah, it was definitely rare heft. Occasion. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't like, a, not a fan of throwing up. Yeah. Uh, oh. And uh, yeah, and so I don't. That's that's the point I'm trying to avoid. And plus, like, I also don't like the, like, the loss of control. Man, yeah. That doesn't matter. Like, you know, back, you know. No matter how much you smoke weed, you know, you're never going to be, you know, I've never been where it's like, uh, yeah. uh, you know, when I, when I get drunk and I usually am not, um, I'm not usually a, like a mean drunk or like a belligerent drunk, uh, but I do get loud and I'll start to like, I'll start to have like really strong opinions on stuff and I'm not doing it to be like a dick or anything, but, uh, sometimes it's just a bit much for people. And then, <laughs> and so a few years ago, I was like, you know, I don't like being the loudest guy in yeah. a scenario. Yeah. And I feel like when I get drunk, I am the loudest guy. Like I'm like talking over people and like yelling, but not like mean yelling, not like shouting yeah. at people, but just like, you know, somebody will bring up like, uh, the aforementioned before you got here, Joker movie the joker oh you don't Uh, yeah you're not a fan no i think it looks fucking stupid but (laughs) if i was drunk at a party and someone was like oh i want to see the joker movie i'd be like oh fuck that dude that movie looks so fucking stupid and they'll just be like okay well i think it looks cool and i'll be like well okay but you think this movie looks cool too huh (laughs) i am worried definitely about that movie only because and i don't know what like i don't know everything behind it you know obviously i haven't seen it no you know not only certain people have but of what i know again we, we come down to the 50 percent roots one way 50 percent roots the other uh the duality of self is um i'm worried that stand-up comedians will see this movie and be like you know what dude it's just like my life, dude. I'm gonna become a fucking crazy killer. Yeah. And, and next, thing, and so, like I said, I don't know what to root for. Okay, so crimes up, but there's not as much competition. <laughs> 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 I think, uh, 
but no one's gonna go see a movie about the Joker where he's just a bad comedian, and then he just gets like a um a respectable job and uh, <laughs> you know finds another. Uh, well, I guess that he does. It's not a respectable job, but it's creative. Uh, he finds another way to use his creativity. Uh, you know, no comic wants. To, oh, I feel better about my shittiness on stage. <laughs> I'm tr- I'm not. I'm deliberately not adding to the conversation because I feel like I've talked about this movie too much already. <laughs> oh, and when would that's out? I missed. Uh, a little bit, but I've I feel like I've talked about it like on a different podcast, and I've like posted about it on Facebook and <laughs> talked about <laughs> okay. it to like other people, and so uh, okay, so you're definitely not going to go see it. No. Okay. No, okay. definitely not going to see it in theaters. Okay. Uh, I'll probably I'll watch it. Uh, just because I I'm a sucker. <laughs> <laughs> but I well I well, I'll, could, kinda, although I'll, I'll could, hate watch it. I you bet know? you it could surprise you. Because no, I can't. Because I hate the Joker. I hate the character really? of the Joker. Yeah, I think the I think it's overdone. Like it's p- fucking played out, dude. I think the Joker and I think the Joker and Batman are so fucking played out that I just I don't care. I have no. You could do literally anything with the Joker, and I would not care at all. Like there's nothing. There's no twist in that movie that they could have. There's no like take on the character that they could have that I would think is like. A, a new or interesting take on the character. So you didn't, did you not like the dark Knight? I think the dark Knight is, uh, it's fine. It's like, I don't think it's as like, uh, as fucking amazing as people make it out to be. I think, I think Heath Ledger was the nail in the coffin for the Joker. I think that's what, it, that's what it is. Like, really? yeah, I think that was it. Like that was like the, that was like, I like the Dark Knight. I think it's overrated. <laughs> uh, I know, and I know I'm in the minority on this one. I think it's overrated, but you know, credit where credit's due. I think Heath Ledger, what I think his take on the Joker and Christopher Nolan's take on the Joker was a new, and interesting take on the Joker, and I think it was done really well. Yes, and I think yeah. It, and I like it was a cool idea. I think it got co-opted by like uh, like neckbeard comic book nerds and they were just all wearing so many people like so many people wearing why so serious shirts and like they had clearly like uh you know i don't know (laughs) they why so serious shirts are like also like bro jocks like thinking that they but you're getting wrapped up in the fans no 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 no. yeah because no like so so you like uh like uh not like I, I don't really, I don't have enough passionate hate for cold. Most of my hate for Coldplay is mostly their fans uh, or, or, or bands like that where you're like, eh, hey, fuck that motherfucker. And it's mostly because they're, uh, dude, I've been to Pearl Jam shows where I've been like, man, well, fuck half these people. <laughs> you know? But I did, you know, I did say that like it was, uh, you know, it was a great performance. You know, Heath Ledger did a good job. Uh, it was a cool take on the Joker. But, like the like crazy praise that it gets that movie gets i think the joker's like the only cool part of that movie <laughs> i don't really care about the rest of it well yeah uh, uh but they, they didn't bring back um the the you know the original chick uh that, that's what killed yeah, it. that was yeah exactly <laughs> like what are you doing bring back katie holmes <laughs> thank you oh this uh, is the replacement okay um, <laughs> yeah yeah you want me to make that leap uh, <laughs> but, but i don't know i just think i just think it's one of those things where it's like 
yeah it's too it takes itself it does take itself too serious like that movie takes itself way too serious and uh, the movie takes itself too serious yeah and it's just how, uh, how so I, I think it's that thing. I've of never like, watched a movie and I'm like, well, I guess I presumptuous like like that. Yeah, look at this. Yeah. I think just like the, it just seems like like Christian Bale is kind of such a douchebag actor. You know what I mean? Where like he takes acting so serious that he's just like a fucking nosebleed about it. You know, and that to me, that paints every single one of his performances where it's like, oh, this guy thinks he's doing something really fucking important. And it's, it bleeds into the rest of the movie. And it's like, oh, they think they're doing something really fucking important. But at the end of the day, it's a guy dressed up like a bat. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you know, of course, it like is. you don't have to think you don't have to be so fucking self-important about it. Uh, but look, <laughs> uh, I, 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 and that's no, the same way I feel about this Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie as well. Is that they? It feels so fucking self-important. It's just like I don't know. I think this is I. I, I don't know. The, the, from what I looked, from what I'd seen, I was like, okay, this takes a. I. It looks like it has a. It more focuses on the tumble down the stairs, you know, into madness, into the basement, into the into craziness. Uh, and I kind of dig that. Uh, um, I don't know. Like, uh, the most annoying thing for me of, of uh, The Dark Knight was uh, three times in that movie. They did the... And like, I get it. <laughs> Things are revving up. I get it. You yeah. know? And uh, like that was... But yeah, just the... Man, that... Uh, you're right about the Christopher Nolan and just everything that he gave to that joker part he you know you give it to another actor i don't know if they could he really crushed it and but he was given such great weapons with words and and and, and scenes that you know the magic trick with the pencil <laughs> there were so many uh so you think you just come in here and fucking just rob us it's, yeah <laughs> just, just a real, like that's all it took it was some i really do appreciate scenes like that 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 they nail like that um, yeah, but at the, but at the end of the day, it's still like a make up. It's okay. still like it's it still is, just playing make believe. But you, you know what I mean. But here's why it was good. Okay, and I'm he, not saying uh, it wasn't good. Oh no 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 no. no, no. Here's why. Um, I think this adds in to people really holding up that movie is the plausibility, like from Batman Begins, and then the bat, you know, in the backstory, and then. When he meets uh, uh, Morgan Freeman, and he's met, and he's got like again, like I can see it. Does that technology exist where you put, run the current through the thing? No, but it like okay, it's plausible. You're not asking me to believe that a a, a bus is gonna jump over a thing while not going over fifty five, right? Uh, you're not asking for too. So little by little, the, the world they built, it's plausible, and yes, everybody I would like to think has a piece in them that wants to be the hero once you know the and you know this guy's out doing a blah 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 you know what you don't need in any batman movie we know how his parents died okay <laughs> we don't need to see that scene to go hey you guys remember when my dad and mom got yeah 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 we saw that shit okay <laughs> um it's kind of the same thing with Peter Parker. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, we get it. Uncle Ben's gone. Um, but, well, but, the, but the plausibility and the talent of Nolan uh, and the story, um, I like, I, I really think that, that that really helped because that's what, like, mostly trans the first Transformers, 
you know what would shave you know what would give it another push up in like a whole point of where people rate it is take out that jazz scene <laughs> when he's like I'm jazz <laughs> and I'm like okay dude don't give me shit for fucking children okay those are that's why you go see Pixar films and but all that the, stuff well hold on because that's <laughs> not even like that's not for children that's for just like that's just a dumb joke because like I would say Pixar movies would do would never do a joke like that that's true. You know what that's I mean? true. Well, that's what, and that's what. It's not even for children, dude. That tanked the movie for me. I'm like, <laughs> look, man. It's like, okay, I see what they're doing here. You know, and like, look, if you see the first Transformers, you've seen them all, and like, that's where the, you know, the more they made, the worse they got. But like that first one, God, that scene. As soon as that happened, I'm like, hey, should I go? Should I just fucking leave, dude? Am I really? You know, I don't. And you know, uh, that's the. I think though it's shit like that is when they ask for too much. Like, uh, you took me out of the moment. You know, here I was thinking cars can transform, they're aliens and stuff. Next thing you know, I'm sitting cool. You know, this is for the kids. I'm like, ah, crap. You know, and they never did that in the Dark Knight. Uh, well, they never did that in the Batman movies. They never were like, we're going to put this cute part in. Uh, I mean, unless you want to, you know, talk about Robin in the third one. <laughs> yeah that was like that was for sure like a wink wink nudge nudge to the audience do you feel the same way about the dark knight as you do about fight club uh because people will people like there's been such a huge backlash and i'll give you i'll give it to patrice o'neill he sees it totally differently he's like that is the ultimate white boy you know a frat boy movie and I was like, I, you know, I see where you're going. And yes, yeah. I mean, I read the book. I'm still pissed that they left that one scene from the book into the movie. But it's, well. A lot of the fans make that movie annoying for a lot of the people. Yeah. I mean. Did you like that movie? Fight Club? Mm-hmm. Well, it's funny that you you brought that up because Dylan and I were Dylan Haas and I were just talking about that this lo- like this last weekend in the midst of our new podcast we do Keanu. <laughs> <laughs> nice, uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, I think I do I do like Fight Club, but for sure I hate the culture that was bred from it right uh, right mostly because it was i i, so, I the, hate the, to be the fucking guy who's like people just don't understand that movie but for sure people just don't understand that movie <laughs> well and then the broing is like yeah man fight club's all tough it's like you know the you know the author is right and it's like yeah nah dude it's like uh, chuck palinuk <laughs> like, yeah yeah you know do you uh you know he's gay dude you know oh uh-uh, dude well not even just that he's dude, gay but tr- just that he's like he's you can't very trust snopes <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's he's like a very uh like sensitive clearly like a very sensitive person and not like not like one of these fucking tough guys he's not like uh yeah. like a shane black tough guy right, you know what right, i mean right. or like a james patterson type of like <laughs> dude it's funny apparently he was in a uh, writing group and uh he was in like a writing group and he you know and it was there was a couple other authors that were, you know, kind of fairly known, and especially one. But they were in this group, and like, uh, like they're all gonna come in. I think they were all supposed to come in with a, like a topic, and they were gonna write about it. And whatever he wrote about, pretty much got him kicked out of the group. Because <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, just his vibe. But, uh, but yeah, no, I, because I, I, you know, obviously, I, I dug Fight Club. I really wish they would have kept the thing from the book. <laughs> 
uh, it was when he comes out of the room. Uh, remember when he's uh, having sex with Marla, and, mm-hmm. and and he comes out and he's you know going to take a piss, and there's all the condoms in the toilet. In the movie? In the movie? Yeah. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Dude, they should have had the voiceover because they had it the whole time in the book. He goes and he's like, huh, I wonder what the sperm are thinking. All that time cooped up in the balls and they're like, this is the vagina? <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. I don't remember that part. It's been Dude, a long time since I've read that book. Yeah, I remember when I read that line, I was on a public bus going to work and I laughed out loud like a <laughs> maniac. You know? But then again, I was on the public bus, man. So I wasn't the craziest person there. <laughs> I'm sure there's a guy jerking off in the back, someone <laughs> puking up front. I don't know. Yeah, um, it's it's funny. That's like uh, I think another one of those things where like, kind of like the Dark Knight thing of like the villain, kind of being uh, like idolized too much because yeah, yeah. people idolize that Heath Leather Joker, you know, and like the things he says where he's like, "It's all chaos" and all that stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, people yeah. idolize that, and it's like, yeah, all these fucking like the worst people like take that and they're like, Ooh, yeah. What he's saying is cool. And it's kind of the same with like, Oh, Tyler. you want to watch it burn? Okay. Yeah. It's like the same with like Tyler Durden, you know, it's like people saw that movie and they were like, Oh, I, I relate to Tyler Durden. <laughs> and it's like, oh. no, that's not what you're supposed to take away from it at all. I mean, I think people, there's been enough, like there's been a ton of think pieces about this. So it's not like we're breaking any yeah, new right. ground on like, the fan base of fight club and people uh misconstruing what it's about but that is like one of the funniest examples because it is so the polar it is the polar opposite well, of it, what was, the intention was you know what's crazy is is like this is the freedom of our country is where we get to do that with a movie but you know when look at all the all the all of the most extremist religious groups have took the thing that was supposed to be for good. They're like, oh yeah, all that death and destruction. Yeah, dude, everybody gets it. That's what I believe in. And I was like, you know, I guess I guess freedom is good in a little ways. Uh, I mean, I would rather people be doing that about a movie yeah. than about like, you know, no, dude, we got to kill everybody. Hey, let's dress all of our women up with crazy stuff and, uh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah so we get heavy and then silly it's really weird (laughs) it's the heavy and silly um so the in in regards to the joker movie the my final words on that are uh i yeah i don't think there's anything i can do okay i I don't think there's anything that they can do i have based on the trailers too i already know how it's going to end and I feel oh, yeah? like I, How's could, that? I feel like I can just infer How's that? he's gonna become the Joker. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you fucking dick. Hey, well, that's the thing. It's like okay, yeah. normal guy gets shit on, yeah. goes crazy, and becomes a Joker. Great. <laughs> that's how it ends. Do I just need to see? I need to see two hours of that. I, I don't feel like I need to see two okay. hours of that. Uh, how do you feel about uh, Joaquin Phoenix as an actor, though? Okay. I, I don't care. <laughs> uh, okay. yeah. He's a good actor. Oh, well, that okay. That's right. You you don't really get uh, into stuff. Like, look, man, there's... If Beck puts out... I've always said this. If Beck puts out on a CD and it's called Beck in the Bathroom, I'm fucking buying it because <laughs> it's Beck. I'll trust him. Although, not like I was the biggest fan of his last couple ones, but he had a huge run for me. Um, there's So there's <laughs> like... There's, there's certain artists that like... I Yeah, man. Oh, yeah, you for put sure. it out, I'm in. There's So to me... Like music, the people making the thing have to be 
for me to like latch onto them have to be like have to put themselves out there in a certain way but like Joaquinix just seems so kind of like the uh uh who are we talking the christian kind of like christian bale where they like take themselves and their art so fucking serious that it's like all right man i get it you're a good actor you but you're still you're just playing fucking make-believe is he though yeah don't you remember that fucking fucking make-believe don't you remember that movie where he was going to be a rapper yeah, that was that, that whole, was make believe. Uh, that was he, a mockumentary. He lived his life like that for like a year and a half. Like people thought he was going fucking nuts, and he just let it go. He just let it ride. He's like, say what you want. I'm doing this because this is fucking like, dude. That that, that I was like, holy fuck, man. Like he he did the Shakespeare thing. You know, the world's your stage, and he just did it for a year and a half, like with this whole thing. And that's like. Uh, I don't know if there's a movie like he hasn't given me a reason not to trust him. That's pretty much my point here. Really? I feel um, like <laughs> Okay. I feel like that whole thing is like the number one reason not to trust him. Because he did all that and then that movie for for one is not funny. It's like not good. Oh no, like but it's interesting as this this is Is like, it? I don't think I don't I didn't find that movie interesting you, at all. I was see, like I was like this just seems like an entitled white dude who's just like n- taking things too far and um, past the point of it like having any like return value. Like it's not the type of thing where like David Letterman will say the same joke a hundred times to make right. and it gets funnier. It's funny funnier and it's not longer. funny. Yeah, yeah. And, and yeah. then it comes back around. But that was just like, oh, he did all that and the end result was this. What was it I'm not here? Yeah. What was it called? Okay. And then uh, two for two, also that's where uh Casey on the set of that movie while they were filming that, that's where Casey Affleck was like sexually harassing women. Well, you can't hold it against Phoenix. You can't hold it against him. No, I don't hold it against him. But like that movie is that whole thing is tainted for me because of okay, that. okay, okay. In no, addition to what I was saying That's before, was it's just that like it was like not. It just it wasn't good. <laughs> for well, I mean, okay. Well, even putting that aside, if I also you, don't if, care about Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he gets into some acting. Uh, he gets into some acting. I don't know. The method actually is weird. Um, but uh, like um, Gladiator, he was fine. You're fine with him, Gladiator. Yeah, whatever, man. <laughs> <laughs> do you like anything? <laughs> no, I do like stuff, but I like. I'm never gonna get like riled up about somebody's like performance in, like, like I'll get riled up about music. Like if uh like there's a lot of bands that I like where I'm just like I'll I will check out anything they put out and, right I have that uh like not there's comedians that I'll do that with like there's mm-hmm. comedians that I really love that I'll check out anything they do but not really maybe like uh, in like uh comedies I love a good comedy so there's comedians that I'll pretty much see like I'll check something out if they're in it okay you know okay. but like. Serious actors, like serious dramatic actors. <laughs> it's like, oh man, I don't care. I don't care about drama that much. Like, I'll check something out and I'd be like, okay, that was good. But I'm not gonna get like, I don't really get caught up in the drama of it. 
Okay. So somebody turning in like a dramatic performance or like somebody making Batman a dramatic performance right. is never really going to do it for me because I'm just like, yeah, but at the end of the day, you're still just pretending. <laughs> it's still just a okay. fictional, yeah, a yeah, work yeah. of fiction. And I understand. Well, they all are. I know. But th- th- to me, that's why it's like, okay. But like, that's why I'll take like an Avengers movie over like a gritty Batman movie any day because the those movies have a self-awareness to them that those other movies don't seem to have. Like the Avengers movies are aware that they're making a comic book movie and they're aware that some of it is inherently silly. And so, but it's okay that it's silly. It, you can still like... You can still make like a good compelling movie with like a compelling narrative arc to it and still like have fun with it. Whereas like in the Batman movies, they're so self-serious, you know? Like Batman and Robin? Yeah, Batman. No. <laughs> That's actually... <laughs> See, the, you're talking about the whole Dark Knight series. Yes. Okay, not... Uh, so, until, okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. Those, okay. those are my... Probably like my... The Batman movies I would want to watch the least. Like I would watch Batman and Robin more than I would want to watch The Dark Knight. Because at least Batman and Robin, I would have fun watching it because there's like so much to unpackage in that movie. Like you could watch that movie a hundred times and be finding new things that are fucked up with that movie. Well, I'd also be admitting to shit that I didn't do if I had to watch it a hundred fucking times. <laughs> well, I mean like- if, I killed JFK, I'm sorry. If it was like, if, if it was like, you have, you have to watch, you have to watch a hundred, one movie a hundred times and your choices are batman and robin and the dark knight i would for sure pick batman and robin over the dark knight if it was like hmm. to save my life i had to i had to watch a movie a hundred times and i was given two options i would pick batman and robin because there's because like i said there's so much to unpackage in that movie it's like what is arnold schwarzenegger doing here Poison okay. Ivy's in it doing her thing. What she got going on? Ro- what's the what's the relationship between Batman and Robin in this okay. movie? So, uh, if what would be the most painful movie that you had to watch a hundred times uh, over? And and uh, and while you think about it, apparently J Lo's acting in her new one about strippers is the worst. Like like it's really. Hard. Which by the way, like oh, now no. you're racking up two. You've got two of the worst, Geely, and now this new one. Who? Okay, so that anyway, I will um, I will say that's a shame because I wanted to see. I thought that movie looked good. <laughs> uh, well, you know, uh, apparently you get to see uh, Lizzo in like a see through top. Um, but on the good side, you get to see Cardi B uh, also topless. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just bringing facts, man. Don't shoot them out. <laughs> uh, the uh, so what movie would be the worst? The, the worst. It would probably be something. It, it would probably be something like Johnny Get Your Gun, <laughs> which the uh, song one uh, had in there. It would be it would be something like Phantom Thread, that Paul Thomas Anderson movie. <laughs> okay. With Dan- like the about the what what is he like? Is he, he's a seamstress? Right, that's what he is in that movie. He like make he's a garment maker. Yeah. Have you seen it? No, I've never seen it either. But I was. (laughs) So you think you think the movie that you wouldn't want to watch a hundred times is you like you haven't seen it. Well, that that's a movie where I I heard a lot about it and everything that and it got like you know like Academy Awards and stuff like that I think or Mm -hmm. was at least nominated. 
and everything I was hearing about it, and uh, you know, I'm kind of a, like a bit of a film, like I'm a f- fan of like movies and stuff, and I like to like know yeah. backstory and stuff like that. Right. So I follow like, you know, like blogs and stuff like that. <laughs> I'm, I'm pathetic, is what I'm saying. <laughs> hey man, we all have our different interests, but, man. But uh, I just came from doing fantasy <laughs> football free agent biddings. <laughs> But uh, everything I heard, so like I'll follow like what movies are being like nominated for awards and stuff like that. And I like to, okay. I'll like check out, I'll check them out just to see what you have about. an Emmy party. No, but I would, I would go to one. Uh, but like everything I heard about Phantom Thread, I was like, this sounds like the absolute most boring movie I've ever heard in my life. I like that you're basing the worst movie off of just shit that you heard. You know, what, well, if, what but, if you watch it and it's good? I'm sure it's good. That's that's yes. not the thing. That's not the thing. Is I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. So interesting. I, I'm sure I would watch that movie and be like, okay, objectively, Daniel Day Lewis is doing a good job acting. He is portraying a character very well. Objectively, he is doing he, that. He learned how to stitch. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he did. Uh, Paul Thomas Anderson, obviously, he's like an amazing director, and he does directing very well. Like, you know, like, right for sure. I'm sure that movie's well directed. I'm sure it's got a great script that makes sense. I'm sure it's got all the elements. But it's like it's the same thing with like The Revenant, the the movie The Revenant, where it's hmm. just like. <laughs> Objectively, I get that it's a good movie. I get that Leonardo DiCaprio is doing a good job in that movie, but it's like, all right, man, I get it. (laughs) Enough. (laughs) And they, they, you know, they blended some of the stories. The actual story about that dude's pretty fucking wild. The dollop. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I'm a little bit familiar with the the backstory of that dude, but it's to me, it's the same thing where it's like, I get it. It's good. It's a good movie. There's a lot of cool things about it. Like the Revenant has like that cool tracking shot at the beginning, and like it's shot with like all natural light, and that's all really cool. Uh, But it's just like that is really cool. But I don't give a fuck. It's the same with like okay. da- with Daniel Day Lewis. It's like, yeah, man, I get, I will acknowledge that you're an amazing actor objectively, but I also don't really care. <laughs> what are like your top three films? Because when you watch a movie, you know, you got to let it in, um, you know, to some extent. If you're ho- if to allow the film to, um bring out the emotions or 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 stir up emotions that it was trying to hit can you name top th- your top three films well, where you not, were moved it's where a, it's you were a, like either happy or sad or it's not that or, i won't get it's not even that i won't get moved by the way it's like move movies will move me but i still <laughs> there's something in the back of my mind that's just like i but it's still a, it's still a work of fiction it's still a make-believe you know so it's like I don't really care that much. <laughs> like I'm never what? gonna care that. Like anytime a character is like killed off in a movie, I'm I'm like I'm I'll be like, oh dang, they killed that person. But I'm not like, it's, it never makes me sad. Like because I'm like that's a fictional character. <laughs> I'm not gonna get sad about a fucking fictional character dying. All right. So <laughs> oh, what's the biggest movie that you felt something? No matter what the feel. What's the what what's the pinnacle of feels? And what was the movie? Like, well, it depends on what feel like feels as in like, 
you know, not being dead inside. You know? <laughs> no, as in like, uh, man, that was beautiful. Or, you know, you're tearing up at the end. Or, you know, or you were like, man, that was so damn good. I'm all energized. Uh, so damn good. I'm all energized. That happens to me a lot. But it's usually with like. Fast and Furious. And yeah, it's usually with stuff right, like that. Right. Like, or like, yeah, like a movie like Hardcore Henry. Have you Dark seen that Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like Hardcore Henry, it was like. Uh, a, did, did you, you see, like that one? Yeah, I fucking love that Dude, movie. Again, it, it was an interesting take, and like I thought it got, I thought it got a lot more shit than it fucking deserved. It's like, it seemed like a video game. Like that was a, kind of the fucking point. Like when was the last time you you never saw a movie from um you know, uh from that angle from that viewpoint, and that was fucking awesome. And to keep it going, yeah, yeah, and to have to slow it down to like that was what Crank wanted to be. Yeah, I, I also. Crank is fun, but but it's fun, but it gets a little deli- ridiculous. Del- I'll get worked up in movies sometimes when like you weren't sad in Fox and a Hound. <laughs> Fucking come on! No, I'll get sad in those movies. Okay. I'll get sad in like Toy Story, like Toy Story three. That movie moved me. Um, okay. That movie spoke to me. Okay. Uh, see, there you go. That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> that that movie spoke to like my. I didn't see it, but like, existential dread. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was good, and then he just. Uh, I, well, it really like, but that movie, that movie moved me in like. There's a part where all the toys are. That whole series. There's been articles written about this. Uh, about how that whole series is basically about like coming to terms with like mortality, like coming to terms with aging. Yeah. Yeah. You know, cause the first one starts out and they're like these toys for a little kid yep. and they have all this like meaning in their life and so much joy in their life because they get to be Andy's toy. And then by the, uh, by the second one, He's kind of like growing up a little bit and putting him on his butt. And, uh, yeah, and Woody's <laughs> Woody's dealing <laughs> Woody's dealing with uh, the idea that he uh, could be loved, but like Andy might not love him forever, and like he's dealt the choice of like going to Japan to be loved by millions of children every day in a museum, or staying with Andy, knowing that one day Andy's not going to need him anymore. And then Toy Story three is about the conclusion of that of realizing that you're no longer needed and that <laughs> that's okay like it doesn't matter that like it's ending like it's just cool that you were there for it yeah. happening okay and there's a part in the movie where all the toys are in going through like uh, a dump <laughs> and they're on an inc- <laughs> not taking one but like, <laughs> yeah they're on scene. they're on an incinerator belt okay. so they're like slowly being moved to the arc- the incinerator and they uh uh they they're going to they can't get off there's no way to stop it uh fuzzy fuzzy bear fuzzy bear betrays them and won't has a chance to stop the belt but he doesn't fucking fuzzy yeah and uh, a <laughs> he uh they so they're dropping down into the incinerator and the, at this point it's like hopeless they know that, that they're about to die and there's nothing they can do to stop it and they all kind of are just like coming to terms with the fact that they're they're about to die and they all hold hands. They all start to hold hands and drop down into the incinerator. And then they are at the last minute saved by like a deus ex machina of like a, a claw coming down and saving them uh, all. Okay. But that moment really moved me of them all kind of like, well, 
here we yeah, are. Here we are. Let's just embrace mm -hmm. it. We're here together. That's cool. Let's just, <laughs> we're, we're going to go into the great unknown together. Yeah. Uh, I wonder what sick fuck, like, uh, like, <laughs> like doesn't have that like, arm save him. Yeah. You know, it's like, I'm going to splice this in. Like, here you go, kids. <laughs> yeah. Talk to your oh, parents about no. death. Actually, actually, it's really funny. Um, there's a, a, a reaction movie to that. Uh, that this dude made of he showed that to his grandma mm -hmm. but he cut it off right before the call oh, no. and just went to credits and his grandma was like what what <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> that can't be how it ends <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, it's so, that it's so funny <laughs> well, I got some homework to do <laughs> yeah. I love that shit it's dude. so so funny um, I'm gonna go pee really quick and then let's uh, one more time and then let's wrap up because it's almost time to wrap up That's a pretty sweet guitar, huh? Yeah, it's been a bit since I've picked it up. Yeah, my, uh... Um... You stole it from a kid. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I got it. My dad gave it to me a while back. Oh, word. Yeah. Nice. Because he bought it, and... Because it's a more expensive guitar than I would ever probably spend money on, because I just don't play that often. Um... Yeah. But he he bought it with the intention of like getting back into playing guitar, and he uh, he picked it up like two times. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, dude, it's got nice action, man. It's uh, it's really you don't have to push down hard at all. That's the, that's the yeah. best to have. And it's just got like such a like crisp acoustic sound. Yeah, buddy. Like uh, yeah, I I with acoustic guitars, I kind of gravitate towards like the uh, like a more tinny sound. Okay. You know, kind of like uh, a more hollow sound. More than like a warm sound, you know? Classic uh, you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No feels uh, up in here, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> no, I, well, I actually, getting back to that, I do, I I will feel stuff very much during documentaries. Okay, like yeah, yeah. documentaries yeah. will really, oh, yeah. all like they'll fuck me up. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. like, yeah. Uh, you know, like. Um, do, you, do you see, um, uh, was it Lucky Me? Uh no, I didn't see Lucky Me. You consider me lucky. Uh, it was the uh, Bobcat Goldthwait, the one he. The, oh no! Yeah, yeah. But I, I'm familiar with. I've heard of it in passing, maybe. Okay. Yeah, I know the name. Um, it's about Bobcat. No, no, no. It's um. He was the he was the documentarian. <clears throat> yeah, oh, he was the okay. one that did it, and uh, it was a. Um, I wish I known this comic was as accessible. As it's about a comic. Yeah, um, you're looking at this uh, name. Barry Crimmins. Oh, Barry Crimmins, who yeah. was molested in. I have heard of this. <laughs> That's right, dude. I I got, uh, I watched that and I started following Barry Crimmins, um, and uh, I had a couple of interactions. So he started following me. Apparently, this guy was very um, like, if you got his number and you called his phone, he would answer and talk with you, even though he doesn't know you. Like I like I didn't know he was accessible like that and and a very genuinely nice guy like wow. like and and for everything that he had gone through and he was very political and very, like when he was younger dude he was like very Bill Hicks in your face about it mm -hmm. but he he was sharp man and he had some real strong uh you know 
God, he went back to high school reunion and he and he said that he did some it was some show or it or it was a benefit that he did or some show where it was for gay rights and mm -hmm. it's like oh you you know it's like yeah, yeah you like that stuff he's like what are you and he's like yeah I'm whatever you don't like you know? <laughs> that's what I am it's it was just so in your face and I remember I I had to go I was dealing with that shoulder lockup uh, and I was at the I went in. And when I was in there, I got the I got the news that he had passed because he he got married and he was married for maybe eight months, maybe a year, uh. and it was just like after everything he had been through, and after and getting the resurgence that he had and the the, the notoriety for you know how good the documentary was and and and, and he did a special, um, and I think he, I bought it from it was they sold it on Louis C.K. site. It was like five bucks. Uh, I bought that too. And just to support him, and to support Louis C.K. No, no, no. And so, but yeah, then I was in that doctor's appointment, and they said that he passed, and I was just that one hurt. I didn't really know that guy, but for just for every, like I said, for everything he'd been through, for all that stuff, for all the struggles, and then to have that resurgence, and then he gets married, he gets fucking, you know, you get the you get to have love, and and then. You know, his wife was actually sick with um, cancer stuff, and like right after that, right after like she she got past it, right onto him, and it was quick. And man, I was just like, yeah, dude. I remember getting in the car, and I was all tearing up and stuff. I was like, dude, I can't believe Dang. that, dude. That's fucking. But it's uh, you know, it's stories like that, and so yeah, documentaries yeah. like that, and you know, and and that you know, seeing how like when you're watching a film, you're like, oh, it's all acting, you know. I'm not gonna let them dive, yeah. dive in here, but with documentaries, uh, you you know, you face that, you know. Oh yeah, real shit. Yeah, that's what like, <laughs> I have to like not overdo it on <laughs> on docu documentaries sometimes, just because they will even like true crime documentaries. Like true crime documentaries will, uh, they'll bum me out because I'll just be like, man, people are fucked up, <laughs> and it just bums me out, and so. Yeah, like I just stopped listening to like like true crime podcasts too. Like I was a fan of my favorite murder, uh, oh, especially wait. when it first came out. Um, but I was just like, man, I can't hear about people dying anymore. <laughs> I can't hear about people being killed in like horrific ways anymore. Well, yeah, because I, I don't listen to that one. I do. I listen to the Crime Junkies, and I don't know why I like it. And I think it's the I think it's their like the fact that this uh the main chick since she was into what they do on the podcast like these little stories and stuff and she was into it from a young age and it comes like I don't know what it is but it comes out when they do the story and what they care about and mm -hmm. and how they think they can help and what the you know their theories and stuff like it's like that passion kind of comes out of it, yeah. But you, I definitely agree with you. Is uh, you know, people do something like, like I don't know. I've, I've said who could who has time to be a fucking stalker? <laughs> who has that kind of fucking like? You would rather yeah. do that, dude. You it's like the best stalker night, you know. <laughs> the, the, you know, of following somebody. I'm not saying the you know the eventual mm -hmm. <laughs> murder part or whatever. Uh, the best stalker night doesn't compare with some of the, like 
doesn't compare with like the shitload of books or like you know fuck I've, read, I've written pl- I would much rather have the um, <laughs> I'd rather have like me- my medium uh, strength jokes than the best stalker night you know? <laughs> I was like I'd rather just take those uh, I'm getting shit done here the fuck are you but dude just talk to the person what are you do- okay they don't want to talk well then, then just move on what are we doing how I, do you have this much time I I there was a podcast that I started to listen to and couldn't make it through the whole thing and it was about the life of the daughter of a serial killer um I wish I remembered more details about like who the serial killer was and stuff but it was a true story it was a true story okay. yeah it was yeah it was like a docu series podcast okay. and it was about this woman who dad was like a well-known serial killer um and I, is man. this is this the dude that had the shit out in the shed? Who's out back of the house? That he never really let her in. No. Okay. Okay. I don't. Maybe I don't think so. I'm okay. not sure. But I didn't get to the end. <laughs> <laughs> I think he. Um, yeah, I wish I remember <clears throat> more details, but I felt like so horrible for that the girl who oh, was yeah. about that I, I couldn't finish the series because I was like, oh man. Oh, yeah. This well, this 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 that that type of stuff gets me and it makes me really really sad. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know if you've ever listened to the. Uh, there's a couple like um, Uncover. Uh, it's a it's a CBC. It's a Canadian. Uh, they've done some good stories and <clears throat> there was a family up uh, that they, they they covered and what they did was they opened up old folks' homes and and they just like. They would move old people in, not take care of the fucking place, not take care of them, but make them sign over their uh, um, social security and all that stuff. And the reason why they did it is because like, they didn't have places like this in these areas. So I was like, dude, there's no, you know, there's no oversight. Mm-hmm. And so they're just taking advantage and shit. And there was like the, the thing that kicked it off was there was a woman that lived up there and, you know, she was by herself got moved from one of those places and she literally stayed out in this shed. She had a space heater. She had 19 cats. Okay. Now look, <clears throat> there's a crazy cat leader, but like the lady was literally forced to sign over her money. And like, she ended up like, they said she ended up moving, but nah, she ain't going to go anywhere without all those cats. And they found some of the cats shot and stuff like that. But then, then when they did the investigating into the, it was like a family. And I'm like, dude, how fucked up how how does that how does no one pick up on that how does like you there's literally multiple people in a family there has to be one level-headed person that knows them that that's either in the family Mm -hmm. friends with the family and could you imagine like that that'd be like finding out that like uh I don't know what else going to. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of tough with comedian friends because like, <laughs> no, nope, I can see that. I can see somebody doing some just killer shit like that. But like, it's like, <clears throat> like a friend from work. Mm-hmm. You know, guy you see every day and I talk chit chat, and then you find out you're like, holy shit, dude, dude, you and your family were doing despicable shit to elderly fucking people. Yeah. Like, like. No, it just blows my and like I don't like to think about it too. But then again, when to hear all those stories and like. I don't know. Just I'd like to think that there's some information that seeps through that 
if I pick up on something, like I, I, I trust my, especially at the poker table, I trust my gut. Like that's the one place I'm like, oh, that's what it means to listen to your gut. <laughs> that my, my fucking gut's like a 97, percent dude. I'm okay. I'm sure, like I'm off by like 10, <laughs> but it's still pretty fucking high. You know, you say 87, but I would just like, you know, hearing all that stuff, man. I mean, maybe just out fucking. Still, I'm not looking to be Batman here, but like, <laughs> if I can pick up on something, like, okay, something's not right with that dude fucking right there and you give me another fucking strike or if i'm not gonna go stalking either i'm just saying well i don't know because see something say something right i but i don't see that's the thing though is i think i think i don't know i think people are are afraid to be wrong in scenarios like that um i think people i don't know i think people are just like it's kind of that thing where you know like People who um, die from choking usually die in the bathroom. Really? Cause, yeah, because they don't want to ask for help. They they go in there because they're like embarrassed. Uh, uh, and then, okay. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. So that happens all the time. Well, I mean, I don't know if of that choking. Well, yeah, but, but you can see that. Yeah. Um, so like, I think a lot of times when people see like a situation that's fucked up, they're just like scared to like say. I think a lot of times people are like scared to say something or do something. You know. Um, I don't know. I just from lines of work, like the line of work that I was in, uh, from like working, working with people with disabilities, uh, for, which I did for like six years. Uh, some of the like, like scenarios that you would see like people coming from was just like, Whew, it was rough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? What they have to go home to? Mm-hmm. Some of it was rough. And, like, hearing some of the things that they would, like, talk about and, like, you would try and help out, like, how you could. But, I mean, at the end of the day, like, I mean, for sure, if stuff was, like, bad, we would call. Yeah. <laughs> we would call the authorities. Right. But there was just, like, you know, people would just be, like, you would hear people tell us that, like, their like one of their like siblings or something like said um like something like bad about them like something insulting to them right and i think a lot of times like or like sometimes other people would tell me what like people had said and i think it's just like i'm scared to like i'm scared to like call and say something because i don't know why it's just but i think i think that's a common thing for a lot of people is to not want to have to like sit. maybe if it was like well I'm sure I'm sure you did what you could with as far as giving I mean the, if somebody was like a murderer I well, think well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I killed Uncle Steve you know yeah. <laughs> your older brother said that to you yeah <laughs> do you have Uncle Steve yeah <laughs> have you seen him lately no it's like okay we better call somebody but I also think it's that thing too of like um, what's the name there was that study done and I can't remember the name of it where. Uh, they did a study of like people calling out for help or seeing a crime being committed in like large urban areas and people would see stuff happening, like staged stuff happening and and, not do anything and not do anything about it. They just walk on by. And I think it's, I don't know if it's because people aren't paying attention or people are just caught up in their own thing or if because they're just scared to do something, if they're scared to intervene. Well, especially if you're not someone that's, you know, 
doesn't scrap or you know <laughs> it, it, you know it's like look man i'm pretty sure i won't do fair too well in a fight they could have a gun you know, and exactly. they could kill you <laughs> like how like dude what if i walk up and like you know the guy that's beating the crap out of this other guy the reason he's beating the crap out of the other guy is that guy did something you know to that guy first and i'm just walking up seeing the guy you know is winning next thing you know that guy's pissed that i'm taking him off him now i gotta fight the guy who already won the fight <laughs> yeah uh it, it's difficult and you know every situation is calls for different stuff but you know i don't I, you know i don't know that's, that's just why i tend to have i try to have like sympathy for the people like the people that might not be aware of stuff that's going on because like i think yeah i think like the people like the co-workers and stuff like that unless they're like going around like announcing it you know but just like seeing somebody that's a little off i don't think i like if i saw somebody that was just a little off i'm not sure that i would call some i'm not sure that i no I'd, 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 have that, to, you know I'd have to i'd have to i'd have to see something that would really you know hit the hit a switch but you know what's odd around uh, i don't think this it was this way uh i don't think it was this way back in where, where i'm from in northern virginia in the dc area so many people that i know at work in friends check out the mug shots like yo i was gonna go I was checking out the mug shots from the other night you know dave you know <laughs> yeah dave's up there and i was like you do that? I was like, like, what are you looking for, friends? Or, like, do, you don't do that, do you? Look at go to the, shots? Go to the Ada County? No, but I know people that do. See, that's the weird th- I, I never knew anybody that was like, yeah, man, I was on there the other day, dude. And, you know, saw this person. Like, okay, first off, how many people do you know that get arrested? Maybe it's you. Maybe you're the unlucky one. <laughs> dude, I got arrested, and the day after I got arrested, one of our friends posted my mugshot on my Facebook oh, page. Jesus <laughs> Christ. I wish I could get a hold of my mugshot from back in the day. First off, I was young. Uh, we've younger. talked about we've talked about it on this show. Secondly, I was tough. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, but yeah. Anyways, this podcast, uh, we got to wrap it up. It's we've that's two hours. I'll take it. Yeah, we covered a, a lot of ground. <laughs> and uh, close with a song. Is lyric. there anything? Is there any topic that we didn't that we didn't? You don't feel like we did justice, or we didn't? We didn't f- like. You have final thoughts on, or maybe that we didn't get to. Maybe we jumped to something else. No, no well, I mean that's that's usually how it goes, though. A lot of jumping around. <laughs> but I was glad I got to come in on the tail end of the rant. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> You know, well, I I didn't tell you, but I mentioned at the top of the show that I've been on painkillers the last couple of days. Nice uh, for for, for a tooth that I have to have a root canal on. Nice on my birthday. When's that? October ninth. October ninth. Wait a minute, you're on painkillers and it's October ninth. You gotta wait till October ninth. Yeah, so I, I was having... So a, if there are any dentists listening, uh, <laughs> go ahead and hit up Brett. Okay. So. I, I was having a tough toothache and... Uh, Would they give you Vicodin? Uh, hydrocodone. There you go. Pretty much. Um, I don't know like what all the different variations of... I do. Don't <laughs> <laughs> I don't it's know. It's a hobby of mine. <laughs> <laughs> um, I saw a documentary. <laughs> I was really moved by it. <laughs> Uh, to the pharmacy. I was moved to the pharmacy. Uh, hey, at least let me move. I, yeah, but they also put me on antibiotics because there is like an infection. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. So they said that the, the antibiotic biotics would help with the pain, 
but they wouldn't help for a few days. Yeah. So they gave me painkillers basically just to get me through till the antibiotics kick in. Yeah. Uh, at which point they said just taking like regular Advil yeah. will help. Yeah. yeah. Which, but the thing is, is it's fine with me because I don't like being on painkillers. I do. So let's <laughs> talk. Uh, but, uh, but they I, make me feel like shit and they make me feel. I think they're lying to you, by the way. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, they just don't want to prescribe, uh, you know, painkillers. That's fine. Advil's fine with me. Like Advil does the trick for me with most things. So, mm-hmm. and like I said, I'm like I can put up with a fair amount of discomfort. So that's good for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing, though. Uh, I never get rid of them because I know there's. I'll take them like yeah, yeah. every once in a while because I have my back is fucked up. Yeah, uh, there'll be a day. Yeah, there'll and, be a day where yeah. I'm like, oh god, like god. it'll be, yeah. like it'll be at the end of a really long day with like the kids or something, and my back will just be like fucking killing me. Like both my kids, have, yeah. like all day, will just be like wanting me to hold them <laughs> and walk around with them uh, or something, and my back will just be like thrown out, and I'll be like, all right, I gotta pop one of these motherfuckers if I'm gonna get to sleep tonight. Uh, so I I, par- yeah. I do not part with them I lightly. Not, <laughs> lightly. Well, but, money talks. But, that's <laughs> a, but here's the thing is I don't like taking them for like, like if I wouldn't have taken one this morning, I would have had a really, like really bad tooth pain. Right. So I had to take it this morning. Otherwise I wouldn't have been able to like get through the day. Uh, but then it, the painkiller also just makes me feel like shit, it, but it's not like. Excuse me. It's yeah. not like intense shit where like I feel like I can't function. Right, 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 right. But I do not like the way it makes me feel when I have to like be in the world for sure. Yeah, well, I do. Everybody's body chemistry is different. <laughs> uh, I they, love they, the way <laughs> they make me feel nauseous uh, for the most part. Um, yeah. Then then take half. Do you just take the full one? Yeah. So you take half. Take half to start because then you can always add the other half. And that helps with the nausea. Uh, and a lot of times when I was partying like that, I would definitely make sure I had like a like a chocolate milk or a glass of milk, something to coat the stomach. Uh, those, another helpful tip if you're doing pain meds. Uh, but uh, yeah, if there's anything we missed, it's uh, the time we could have spent with me ranting about, uh, eh, fuck it, legalize everything. All right. <laughs> yeah, I got some thoughts about, I got some hot takes on that, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sell children heroin. No. I'm just All right. Well, if you're listening at this point, thanks for listening to these fucking spicy takes. Uh, you're not going to get these types of spicy takes anywhere except for Joe Rogan. <laughs> uh, Joe Rogan. De- depends on the guest. Yeah. you Maybe you'll see this type of thing with, from... Uh, I don't know who's another. You think I'm not gonna listen to Reggie Watts talking? <laughs> that guy's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't like Reggie Watts? I, he's all right. He, <laughs> oh, I forgot. I'm talking to the <laughs> some. Yeah. No I mean, feels for me. Well, well okay. <laughs> Let's end this podcast. <laughs> Again, nothing against Reggie Watts. Uh, sometimes he's just a bit much. For you me. know, he's in the new Joker movie. <laughs> no, I'm just <laughs> wow. Uh, anyways, if you've listened to all these fucking spicy takes at this point, uh, I guess thank you for listening. Um, listen to next week's episodes because I probably won't be on <laughs> pain medication, so maybe I'll be a little more with it, and maybe I'll be a little bit less uh, nihilistic about everything, <laughs> a little less lethargic. Uh, if you're lucky, if you're lucky, I'll, maybe I'll be a little bit more fun. 
Uh, Maybe he'll just want to watch the world burn. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks for listening. Uh, Tip jar, all that stuff. Social media. You know, you know the fucking deal. You're going to come in next week. Uh, Wonder how it got this. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, eavesdrop, yada, yada, yada. And, uh, did you just yada, yada, yada? (laughs) See you again. See you again next week.